Okay, we'll begin in a comfortable cross-legged seated position. So I have an extra blanket here if anybody wants it. So once you have your comfortable seat, close your eyes, find a place to rest your hands. Take a deep breath in and exhale, sigh it out. Bring your mind into your body. What is it to be here at this moment? Feel the places where your body is meeting the surfaces beneath you. Extend energy from your body into that space. Connect and ground. And then from that sense of grounding, grow tall along your spine. Shrug your shoulders up towards your ears, actively lengthening the sides of your body. Keep the sides of your body long and loop your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest. Feel the contraction of your upper back muscles as your chest opens and lifts. Release the weight of your arms down so your elbows and forearms melt towards the floor, bringing the shoulder blades down the back of your chest. And likely this attention to the chest has sent the head tilted back. So notice if it has and bring the chin parallel to the floor, lengthening along the back of your neck as you lift through the crown of your head. Create a subtle tone in your upper abdomen by knitting the front low ribs together. Left and right draw to center and then that central point subtly pulls back towards the spine. Soften your skin. Feel an energetic expansion across your skin as though your body is uh, emanating a subtle illumination. Soften the expression from your face. Notice any places where you hold expression. So even when you're resting, you might find that your face is expressing something. Become aware of any uh, drawing in or down of the edges of the mouth, any clenching of the jaw, furrowing of the brow. Allow the face to be soft. As we turn our gaze, turn our senses to the experience of our bodies. 
If you are not already, begin to breathe in and out through your nostrils. If you are not already, begin the practice of ujjayi pranayama by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat. Listen for the sound of your own breath and attempt to create an evenness of tone through the duration of your inhale and throughout the duration of your exhale. Notice where the breath is filling in the body. Is it more prominent in your belly, your solar plexus region, or in your chest? Try to bring the expansion, expansive energy of your breath throughout your, throughout your um, torso. Not only the front body, but the back body as well. Use your breath to turn on the sensations of the back body. So, I've already given you plenty of things to be doing. But notice that the moment that the instructions stop, the mind might start to go somewhere else, especially this early on in practice. You already had a morning behind you and that might have left some uh, residual thoughts around. So look at what you are thinking, where the mind is going at this time. Notice what it is Accept what it is, set it aside for now, and come back to your breath. So oftentimes we categorize these, I categorize these thoughts as being concerns or worries, but sometimes your thoughts are, are things you want to be thinking about, things are enjoyable to be thinking about. In that case, it makes it even harder sometimes to set it aside. presence with each moment. Please draw your palms together in front of your heart. 
Press them lightly in as you widen out through your elbows and broaden across your collarbones. Feel the thumbs resting against the sternum and draw the heart, draw the sternum up to meet the thumbs as you roll your shoulders back once again. We'll chant Om three times before beginning the moving practice. Exhale your breath and inhale for Om. your palms to your thighs, then lift your head as you open your eyes. Switch the cross of your legs, bring the opposite ankle on top. And as you inhale next, sweep your arms overhead, lengthening through the fingertips. As you exhale, revolve the chest towards the right wall, land the left hand at the outside of the right thigh, right fingertips behind. As you inhale next, open up across the front of your chest. As you exhale, revolve from left to right, bottom to top, inside to outside. Keep your head over your heart, heart over the center of your pelvis, so you're not leaning back into the right hand. Again, fill your body with breath. Each inhale, an exploration and each exhale and a deeper expression. Draw the right shoulder blade onto the back of your chest. Subtly draw the left shoulder, the head of the left arm bone away from the left ear. Keep the left hand where it is. With your next inhale, sweep your right arm to the sky. And exhale, lean the upper body to the left. Keeping the right hip grounded, reach through your right fingertips and maybe start to look up beyond your right tricep muscles. Breathe along the right side body, lengthening from the hip, grounding through the fingertips, reaching. And then inhale back to center and exhale, return to face forward. Inhale, sweep your arms up, and exhale, revolve the chest towards the left wall, landing the left fingertips behind, right hand to the left thigh. Inhale to grow tall, exhale to revolve. Floor to, floor to ceiling, inside to out, this time right to left. Head over heart, heart over the center of your pelvis. Left shoulder hugs onto the back of the chest. Head of the right arm bone gently away from the right ear, eventually taking the gaze over the left shoulder. Keep your chin parallel to the mat. Lead the gaze with your right eye. Soften tension in the jaw. Stay rooted through the legs and hips. 
Inhale, sweep your left arm by your left ear. Exhale, lean to the right, keeping the left hip grounding down. So wrap the left outer hip towards your prop that you may be seated on. Reach out through your left fingertips, and if you'd like, turn your gaze up beyond your left tricep muscles, keeping the edges of your mouth and jaw soft. And inhale back through center and come into a tabletop position towards the top of your mat, if you will. Oh, actually, I wanted to do this first. Take your knees as wide as your mat, bring your big toes to touch, and send your hips all the way back to your heels for a wide-legged extended child's pose. So before you walk the hands uh, as far forward as you can, I want you to push your hands into the floor and then push the floor away and really get the sense of tucking the tailbone towards the heels, rounding the low spine. Keep the uh, tailbone grounding down and then start to walk your arms forward. Lengthen through your fingertips. So again, hips reaching back and down, fingertips extending forward to lengthen the sides of your body before eventually lowering your head towards the floor or to the floor. Ground through the knuckles of your fingers. Try to lift underneath the wrists. Lift your outer armpits and draw your shoulders down away from your ears. Notice what is drawing your attention in this shape today. And how can you begin to make subtle adjustments to go deeper into that experience? To give the body what it might be asking for here. So with this, take the information that your body is giving you and um, take note and see how it changes throughout the practice. So is there a particular region of your body that is calling your attention today? Push your way forward now into a tabletop position. These are now hip width distance apart, fingers and palms spread. Mm -hmm. Inhale, belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze lift into cow pose and exhale to round the spine. Chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling. Push the floor away as you round your upper back. Cat and back to cow. Continue to move with the pace of your breath. And I cannot, it's, it's very rare that I go a class without uh, including this sequence. So it's I think it's a really excellent way to connect with your spine. Even just over the course of a few breaths, you might find that the range of motion between the two shapes begins to expand. And that's also a great way to start to, think, start to uh, connect breath and movement. Again, Listen to what uh, your body, what information your body is giving you as you move through these two shapes, and maybe you start to make modifications to these two shapes based on what you're experiencing. So maybe you hold in one shape 
for an additional breath or two. Maybe you shift the hips from side to side. Maybe you get more into the upper back and shoulders by bending the elbows and bringing the chest down. And back eventually to a neutral spine. So in the neutral spine, keep a tone in the upper abdomen, lower ribs drawing in and back. So as you draw the lower ribs in and back, your um, tailbone will tuck under. So keep the tone of your upper abdomen and press your inner thighs back and apart. Okay, uh, bring your left knee slightly towards center for balance and then extend your right leg straight back. Knee and toes point downward, lift with the strength of the left inner thigh and then, or the right inner thigh and then extend the left arm forward. And your choice, do you want to look forward beyond the fingertips or you want to look uh, straight down? Either way, again, keep the tone of the upper abdomen as you lengthen your tailbone back and reach your heart forward. Point the right toes, bend the right knee, reach back for the inside of the foot if you can grab the foot or the ankle. Once you have a grip, kick the foot into the hand, lifting the right thigh away from the floor as you roll the left shoulder deeply onto the back of your chest. Do you have any suggestions for keeping all this weight off the wrist? Um, push it forward, push down through the knuckles, push down through the fingertips. Good question. Release the right knee, left hand down. And second side, left leg extends straight back, knee and toes point down. Again, lift through the inner thigh, lower, uh, lower ribs, in and back, lengthen back through the tailbone as you reach forward through the heart, reach your right hand forward. And uh, Lynn had a good, uh, good observation that's uh, likely that your right, the heel of your left hand is pushing down. So by being aware of that, you can shift the weight into the knuckles, into the fingertips, point the left toes, and bend the left knee, reach for the inside of the foot, or ankle. Once you have a good grip, let the right shoulder be drawn deeply onto the back of your chest. Lift through the left inner thigh. So again, be aware of the left hand. Shift weight out of the wrist. Roll the head of the right arm bone back. Lift the left thigh. And then we'll let it go. Hand and knee back to the floor. Sit back towards your heels and swing your legs forward. So I passed out straps earlier. We're going to use them. Supta Padangustasana series. Uh, hand to big toe pose. Reclined hand to big toe pose. Extend out through your legs as you lie on your back. Okay. Ground the left leg. So push the heel the calf, the left thigh downward. Draw your right knee into your chest and then loop your strap around the base of your right toes. So first, I encourage you to lengthen through the back of the right leg. So extending through your heel, pulling back through the toenails, make the leg as straight as it's gonna be today. And then once the leg is extended, start to lift the heel towards 90 degrees. So the journey towards 90 degrees may be a long one. It may have already happened. So if you're already at 90 degrees with some ease, you start to move past that angle, bringing the leg closer to the chest. Likely though, at this point, 
As the leg comes in closer, the right outer hip is going to curl up towards your right armpit. So you might take a thumb, your right thumb to the crease of your right hip and press the right hip away. So keep the right side of your body long as you lift the leg. Keep the left leg grounded. Bring awareness along the back of your right leg. So identify the regions that are uh, keeping your leg where it is. So where is, uh, where is there tightness? Where is there restriction? And you move energy through those spaces on the idea of your breath. And then over the course of some moments, is it possible to bring the leg any closer to your chest? You might experiment with pushing out through different parts of the foot to, uh, to connect with different parts of the leg in the stretch. So you might push up higher through the heel, you might push through the base of the big toe, you might cycle the outer foot towards the ceiling. And from here, we're going to take the leg out to the right. So either pass the outside of the foot into the right hand or the strap into the right hand. Left hand can be, left arm can extend out like a wing, or as I like to do, use the right hand to ground the left hip and the left thigh. Either way, slowly begin to expand the right leg out towards the right wall. So as you extend through the inseam of the right leg, contract through the outside of the right leg, and then widen your right outer hip towards your left inner heel. Widen your right outer hip towards your left inner heel. Stay broad across the front of your pelvis, broad across your ribs, broad across your chest. And you might note in this shape that the uh, this pose is similar in the legs as uh, triangle pose, which uh, if I remember, we'll, get, we'll do that pose later. So again, when you're in the shape, when you're in the pose, what is it that's happening? Be present with your body, with your breath throughout the practice. Again, is, is the element of time shaping the pose? Slowly bring the right leg back to center, pass the foot or the strap into the left hand, right arm out to the right, and slowly ease the right leg to the left as you stack the right hip on top of the left hip. Every time I do this pose, I think I could be doing this a lot more often. <laughs> so what, what comes up for you? And often the, the reaction when I personally, when I find something in my practice, something in my body that feels really blocked or restricted, it leads to 
frustration. So uh, that is, I think that's a pretty natural uh, reaction to a lot of what, what happens in yoga. But alternatively, you might think, oh, I have, <laughs> this is something I have, I have to work on. So uh, this is a place where I could see improvement if I, I kept coming back here. And that's one really rewarding part of the practice is coming back to those things that present a challenge and actually finding that, finding that doing the work will, will, make, will <laughs> result in something. Draw the right shoulder back towards the earth and maybe just this bit of time in this shape might make you feel like something's, something's melting, something's breaking down. Widen the right outer hip away from your face. Extend through the sole of your left foot, your right foot, the sole of your left foot as well. And I think we will uh, do this shape later in class as well. Bring the right leg back to center. Resquare the hips. And then take your hands behind your right leg, fingertips pointing up towards the heel. Slowly peel your head, neck, and shoulders away from the floor as you walk your hands up your leg. So the upper back is rounding away from the floor. Draw your belly button in towards your spine. Extend up through the sole of your right foot, attempting to bring the head to the knee. Soften the edges of your mouth. Five, four, three, two, and one. Release the right leg down. Okay. Take that moment to notice the right leg being longer. So something just happened. Bring your left knee into your chest. Keep the right leg grounded. Take the strap around your left foot. Extend your left leg to the sky. Extend along the back of your left leg. And then once the leg is extended, start to lift the heel, maybe towards 90. If the 90 degree angle is accessible, then start to move beyond that. So be at your edge. Widen your left outer hip away from your left armpit. Keep the right heel, the right calf, and the right thigh moving to the earth. Keep enough slack on the strap that your head and shoulders are rested on the floor. So we're really focusing on the back of the left leg here. So notice where you are tight, where you are restricted. What's your reaction to that? Might push out through the heel, sickle the foot, push out through the big toe. Notice how different ways of extension will cause different sensation along the back of the leg.
switch the strap into your left hand or the foot into the left hand, right arm out like a wing or right hand grounding the right hip and thigh. Wind the left leg slowly out towards the left wall. And the tendency will be for the right hip and the right shoulder to uh, start to turn towards the left wall as well. Ground the right hip, ground the right shoulder, stay broad across the pelvis, broad across the ribs and chest. Extend through the inseam of your left leg, contract from the foot to the outer hip. Wind the left outer hip towards the right inner heel. What is your, the experience of your body in this shape? You might compare it to the previous side, noticing differences. And with an inhale, bring the left leg to center, pass the foot or the strap into the right hand, left arm out like a wing. And then slowly ease the left leg towards the right, stacking the left hip on top of the right hip. To get the left shoulder back towards the floor, you might press the right elbow down, lift the right shoulder up, and then ground through the back of the left shoulder for releasing both shoulders back to the earth. Wind the left outer hip away, extend through the sole of your left foot. Ground the right thigh, ground the right calf, ground the right heel as right toes point straight up. Slow, deep breath in the pose. Notice where tension arises and let it go. Bring the left leg back to center, re-square the hips. Wrap the hands behind the left leg, pointing the fingertips towards the heel and then slowly peel your head, neck and shoulders off of the floor as you Slide the hands up the legs, pull the legs towards the forehead, pour the, le the one leg, wind your left outer hip, 
away from your left armpit, belly button in towards the spine, chin to the chest, forehead towards or to the leg. Five, four, three, two, and one. Let it go. Okay, bend your knees. Roll to one side, press your way up and back into downward facing dog. Walk out your dog. Backs of your legs probably feeling pretty good right now. So notice that uh, your heels may be closer to the floor than they are in your typical first downward dog. Push your hands down and forward, release the weight of your head, shift your hips up and back as though you're going to put your best butt print on the wall behind you. And then as you inhale, next, lift your right leg straight up and back. As you exhale, look forward and lunge. Great long stride between the feet, lift up onto fingertips, bald fist, or even blocks on either side of your front foot. Melt the hips down and forward till the right thigh is parallel to the floor. And then lift strongly through your left inner upper thigh. Chin, chest, knee forward, extend back through the heel. Broaden across your collarbones. And then left palm to the floor, right hand to your right thigh. Press your palm into your thigh to revolve your left ribs towards your right inner thigh before sweeping your right arm to the sky. Again, shift weight out of the left wrist into the knuckles. Revolve your left ribs towards the sky as you look up. Keep the back inner thigh lifted. Hands frame the front foot, step back, down dog. Inhale, left leg lifts, three-legged dog. Exhale, look forward and lunge. Create your long stride, fingertips, bald fist, or blocks on either side of the front foot. Melt the hips down and forward till left thigh is parallel to the floor. Then lift through the back inner thigh. Straighten strong back leg, chin and chest forward. Reach back through the right heel. Broad across your collarbones. Feel your feet on the floor and gently scissor them together to square your hips and tone your legs. Right palm to the floor, left hand to your left thigh. Press your left hand into your thighs. You revolve your right ribs towards your right, your left inner thigh. Sweep the left arm up. Again, shift weight out of the right wrist into the knuckles. Activate the right hand as you look up. Reach up, broaden across the chest. Look down, hand down, press back, downward facing dog. Okay, remember the pose, the uh, flow of cat and cow. We're going to do that again just with the upper back. So inhale, come forward into a plank position. Reach back through the heels, extend forward through the crown of the head. Lift the inner thighs towards the ceiling. Tone the muscles of the legs so the kneecaps lift towards the front of the hips. Lengthen your tailbone down. And... In. <laughs> As you inhale, melt your chest down. As you exhale, chin to chest, lift through the back of your heart, push the floor away. Inhale, melt the heart. Exhale, push the floor, lift the back of the heart, round the upper back. Inhale, heart melts. Exhale, round the spine, round the upper back. Inhale, heart melts. Exhale, push the floor, lift the back of the heart. One more. Inhale, melt. Exhale, push. And then slowly lower your knees to the floor. 
With your knees on the floor, tilt your <coughs> tailbone up and back so you broaden across the backside of your pelvis. Cow pose in the lower body. Bend your elbows straight back as you reach your chest forward, landing your chin and chest on the floor together. Elbows in toward your side ribs, and then slowly slide forward onto your belly. Lift your legs one at a time, point your toes straight back, round the tops of your feet, planting your feet hip-width distance apart. Tone the muscles of your legs so that your kneecaps lift away from the floor with the tops of the feet grounded. Extend your tailbone towards your heels so that you feel the front of your pelvis ground. And then draw your lower abdomen in and up as though you're trying to draw your belly off of the floor. Okay, elbows in. Shrug your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest, lifting the heads of your arm bones away from the floor. Inhale to peel your chin and chest up off the floor. Little baby cobra pose. Press the feet down. Lower abdomen in and up, shoulder blades on the back. Feel your hands on the floor, and without moving your hands in space, isometrically draw them back. So as the heels of the hands pull back, the chest reaches even more forward. Feel the strength of your upper back. Use that strength to lift your heart even higher. Soften the edges of your mouth, and then exhale, let it go. Left cheek to the floor, arms at your sides, big toes touch, heels wind apart. Release the weight of your head, relax your neck, release the weight of your arms, relax your upper back. Either eyes closed or soft gaze at the edge of your own mat. Come back to the breath. Slow, deep breath. Can each inhale be fuller than the previous? Can each exhale bring you a deeper sense of emptiness. Notice how the experience of your entire body changes between the inhale and the exhale. on the floor, press the tops of your feet down, tone the muscles of your legs so that your kneecaps lift, lengthen the tailbone towards the heels, draw your lower abdomen in and up, plant your hands by your ribs, spread your fingers, point your elbows back, shrug your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest, inhale, peel chin and chest up away from the floor. Keep the tops of your feet pressing down, lower abdomen drawing in and up, feel the hands on the floor, pull the heels of your hands towards the back of the mat as you extend your heart forward and begin to press down into the hands. Keep the shoulder blades strongly on the back, collarbones broad, sides of the neck back, crown of the head lifts, beautiful. Soften the edges of your mouth, feel the strength of your back body lifting you up. And then exhale, let it go. Right cheek to the floor, head to the arm bones forward, big toes touch, heels wide apart, release the weight of your head, relax your neck, release the weight of your arms, release your upper back. Come back to the breath. 
Inhale, full, exhale, empty. Turn the left cheek to the floor, extend your right arm straight out to the right. Line up your gaze with your right thumb, and then turn the right cheek to the floor. Bring your right fingertips to the floor, or your left fingertips to the floor in front of your left shoulder, and then roll onto your right side. So stack the hips, maybe feet are one on top of the other. If you want more in the right shoulder, then bring your left foot to the floor behind your right thigh. Uh, if your head is way up off the floor uncomfortably, then place a blanket or a block underneath the right side of your head. And there's many stages to this. So be aware of your right shoulder as you move through the stages. So you might, uh, you might be where you need to be now. If you want to go deeper into the shoulder opener, then bring the right foot to the floor. Even start to bring the left hip to the floor. Maybe you need to swing the left arm and grasp the, finger, the fingers together. Notice exactly where you're feeling, what you're feeling. So this is a, uh, you can be somewhat passive, or you know, pretty passive in this shape, using the shape to create the sensation, using the breath to, um, to deepen the sensation. So be present with your body in the pose. If you cannot be present, then you probably need to back off a little bit. slow, deep breaths into the right shoulder. When you're ready, roll back onto your chest. Left arm straight up. Look, uh, line up the gaze with the left thumb. Right fingertips on the floor below your right shoulder before rolling onto your left side. Stack the shoulders, stack the hips. Bring the right foot behind, bring the right hip down, bring a blanket or a block underneath your head. Do any, any or all of the things. And very likely you have more mobility on one side than the other. And likely the uh, pinpoint or the area that's really targeted may be different here than it was on the first side.
few more slow, deep, conscious breaths in this shape. When you're ready, chest back to the floor. Press back to downward facing dog. Hands down and forward, hips up and back. Feel the space of your heart. Shoulder blades draw in to hug the heart. Heart sinks down and forward as the thighs press back. Inhale, right leg to lift. Look forward, exhale, lunge your right foot between your hands. Create your long stride. Draw up, sort of draw back through the sides of your waistline as you sweep your arms out, up, and overhead. Notice the tendency of the uh, right knee to unbend. So melt the hips down and forward, and then shift weight back into your right heel. Draw your right heel back as you wrap your left outer hip forward. Square your hips, square your chest, reach up, look up. And as you exhale next, open your chest towards the right wall, sweeping your arms down to the height of your shoulders. Inhale up two more times. Exhale open to the right. Inhale up. Exhale open to the right. Inhale up. Exhale, frame the foot, press back, downward facing dog. Inhale to lift the left leg. Look forward, exhale, lunge the left foot between your hands. Set up with your long stride, front knee deeply bent, draw back to the sides of your waistline as you sweep your arms out, up, and overhead. So again, notice the tendency for the left knee to unbend. Shift weight forward into the right, for the left foot, pull the weight into the heel. Draw the left outer hip back, right outer hip wraps forward, square your hips, square your chest, inhale, reach up, look up, exhale, open the chest towards the left wall. Inhale, forward, exhale, open the chest, gaze towards the left, last one, inhale, center, exhale, open left, inhale, center, exhale, hands to frame the front foot, step back, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward to plank. Exhale, knees, chest and chin to the floor. Inhale, come up cobra pose. Exhale, lower down, tuck the toes, send the hips up and back, downward facing dog. Inhale, right leg lifts. Exhale, lunge the right foot between your hands. Inhale, draw back through the waistline, sweep up. Exhale, open up right. Inhale, center. Exhale, right. Inhale, center. Exhale, right. Inhale, center. Exhale, frame the front foot. Press back down, dog. Inhale, left leg lifts. Exhale, look forward, lunge forward. Inhale, sweep up, arms out, up and overhead. Exhale, open to the left. Inhale, center, look up. Exhale, open to the left. Inhale, center, look up. Last one, exhale, open to the left. Inhale, center, look up. Exhale, frame the foot, step back, down dog. Inhale, plank. Exhale, knees, chest and chin. Inhale, push forward, cobra pose. Exhale, lower down, press back. 
Downward facing dog, five breaths here. Inhale fully, exhale completely. Lift into your kneecaps, press back through your thighs, shift your hips up and back, lengthen down through your heels. Push the hands down and forward, shifting weight out of your wrist. Wrap your tricep muscles towards your face, pull your shoulders away from your ears. Shifting the shoulder blades up towards the hips as your heart melts down and forward. Release the weight of your head. You might shake your head gently, yes and no. I didn't count my breath at all, so if it's about five breaths, start to walk your feet forward. <laughs> and then come to a forward fold with your feet hip width distance apart. Lift and spread your toes before placing them back down. Bend your knees, rest your torso on your thighs, and hang forward. Take hold of opposite wrists, forearms, or biceps as we come to a ragdoll shape. Head maybe sh uh, shakes again, yes and no. Identify intention in the neck and releasing it. Maybe the arms sway side to side, identifying tension in the upper back and shoulders and letting it go. Maybe you walk the rib cage down the thighs, getting longer through the low back. Whatever it is, be present. Get here. Again, notice the uh, breath moving the shape. What does the pose feel like as you inhale? How does it feel differently as you exhale? Fingertips back to the floor in front of you. Actively extend the crown of your head down towards the floor, maybe starting to bend the elbows out to either side of the room. Lift your shoulders up away from your ears to lengthen the sides of the neck. Push your feet down, begin to lift your hips higher. Push your feet down. So again, create this connection between yourself and the floor by actively extending energy downward through the feet. As you press down through the feet, lift through the hips. Lift into the kneecaps. Widen your inner thighs back and apart. Push your feet into the floor and feel what it is like to isometrically draw the feet away from one another. So again, movement, active, active movement without actually moving the feet in space. Keep the legs and hips as they are. Bring your palms to your shins. Straighten your elbows and bring your chest parallel to the floor. Exhale to fold once again, fingertips and head down. Again, halfway lift, inhale, and exhale, flow forward. So with your next inhale, sweep your arms out, up and overhead, reach up, look up, palms touch at the top, and exhale, hands together at heart center. Close your eyes here for a moment. Bring your thumbs to rest on your sternum. Shoulder blades on the back, down the back, Lower ribs in and back. Lift along the front of your hip points as you press your feet down, lengthen through your low back. Notice what it feels like in your feet as you close your eyes. I was standing the other day with my eyes closed and I could tell that one of my feet was just slightly turned in. So what can you, what can you know about your body when you look at it with your eyes closed? Can you feel and any incongruencies.
If you'd like, practice the next sequences with your feet together. If not, uh, if you want to keep your feet apart, then you might place a block between your thighs at its lowest setting. Okay, inner feet together, hands to the heart. Inhale to sweep your arms overhead, look up as your palms touch, and exhale to flow forward, fingertips to the floor in front of you, release your head. Inhale, bring your palms to your shins, and exhale, you probably guessed it, sit back into your imaginary chair. Yeah. <laughs> Ankles and knees together, fingertips on the floor behind your heels, and begin to round your spine, chin to chest, tailbone towards the heels, belly button away from the thighs. Breathe into your back body. Create space with the breath between each vertebra along your spine. Soften the edges of your mouth. Hug your ankles and knees gently together or if the feet are apart, squeeze your block. Inhale, lift the hips up. Walk the hands forward, fold fully forward. Inhale, palms to shins, lengthen your spine. Exhale as you fold, hands and head down. Inhale as you rise, sweep your arms overhead, palms touching at the top. Exhale, draw your hands through heart center and arms to your sides. Inhale to reach up. Exhale, gracefully flow forward. Inhale, halfway lift. And exhale, sink once again into your chair. Round the spine, weight in the fingertips and the heels, draw the belly button away from the thighs, tuck your tailbone towards your heels. This time, look forward, reach forward like you're holding a box. Reach through your fingertips, pull back through the sides of your waistline, keep your hips low, ankles and knees gently together, soften the edges of your mouth as you look forward. Five, four, three, two, and one. Hips high, head low, fingertips to the floor. Exhale here. Inhale, palms to shins. Exhale as you fold. Inhale, rise with the breath. And exhale, palms through heart center and arms to your sides. Last piece of the puzzle, inhale, sweep up. Exhale, float forward. Inhale, rise halfway. And exhale, sit into your chair. Round the spine, chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knees. Look forward, arms forward. And then peel the heart towards the ceiling. So keep the hips low, waistline moving back as you try to sweep your arms back behind your ears. Reach up, look up, open the chest towards the sky as you continue to sink down into your imaginary chair. Ankles and knees hug in. Five, four, three, two, and one. Fold forward. Head low, hips high. Exhale here. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, fold down. Inhale, arms out, up, and overhead. Reach up, look up, palms touch at the top. And exhale, hands through heart center, arms to your sides. Bring your hands to your hips, look down at your feet. Lift and spread your left toes and place them back down, creating a wide base with your left foot. Push down the base of your left foot and bring your right heel to a hover. So, establishing balance here. Soft gaze. Hips and chest squared forward. And then bring your right knee into your chest. Extend your right leg straight. And notice the tendency for the right hip to wrap up. Wrap your right outer hip down towards the floor. Hold four, 10, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. 
Bring the knee back to the chest and release the right foot down. Shake out your legs. Look down at your right foot. Create a wide base with your right toes. Push down through the sole of your right foot. Bring your left heel to a hover. Extend down through your heel. Pull up through your kneecap. Pull back through your toenails. Then bring your left knee into your chest. Keeping your left outer hip wrapping down. Extend your left leg straight. Reach through the heel. Pull back through the toes. Lift through the kneecap. Wrap the outer hip down. Lift the right kneecap up. Push down through your right foot for 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. Right knee, left knee into the chest. Push the left foot down. We're going to come back to a few standing balance poses, but first we're going to face the uh, blue, the blue, the lavender blue. wall. <laughs> blue, what's my, what's my problem today? Okay, so we're going to do a wide-legged forward fold, so uh, maybe have a block handy in front of you. We'll also do a uh, triangle, as I said earlier, so block might also be handy there. And I'm just feeling like a half moon would be good too, so we'll do that as well. Okay, so step your feet wide apart for wide-legged forward fold, as I always say. Wide is relative in this pose. As you go deeper into the shape, you'll actually take the feet closer together. So if you're not sure, start as wide as you feel comfortable taking the feet, and then turn the toes in just a little bit, giving you a little better grip on the mat. Push down through the outer edges of your feet. Try to lift into the arches of your feet. Pull up through your kneecaps. Roll your shoulders back, so get that superhero chest, letting your imaginary cape fly off behind you as you look up. Make sure, I have one. <laughs> Lengthen your tailbone down, draw your lower abdomen in, and, or draw your upper abdomen in and up, so lower ribs knit, look up. And exhale, hinge at the hips. Chin and chest parallel to the floor. Plant your wrists below your shoulders. Press your thighs back. Extend your heart forward. And then start to walk the hands back. Maybe walking fingertips back in line with the toes. Maybe walking fingertips back in line with the heels. Either way, wrists and elbows stay shoulder width distance apart. Press your thighs back. Lift your hips up. Try to lift into the arches of your feet. Bring your head down onto something. Maybe the floor, maybe a block, maybe a blanket, maybe a series of things. And I've been trying to make it a point to do this more often. And honestly, for those of you who are with me more often, I see improvement. <laughs> so pull your shoulders up away from your ears. And then find your edge. So I love this pose for this reason especially is because... Uh, you can really figure out exactly where your edge, <laughs> where your edge is. So um, if your head is already comfortably on the floor, you might walk your feet a little closer together. If your head is comfortably on a prop, you might get a lower prop. So find your head onto something with your knees slightly bent. And then keep your head grounding, keep that extension of energy through the crown of your head along the back of your body and start to push your thighs back, lift your kneecaps up and you'll feel a more tenuous connection between your head and the prop. You'll notice also that this connection changes as you breathe. So as you inhale, pulling in, the head will draw away from the prop. As you exhale, expanding out, 
you'll be able to extend energy more fully into the prop. So is the point of this pose to get a stretch right here, or is it to pull your back straight? I... The whole back body, uh, not to get it, not to get the back straight. I think the, I'd say the back is partially rounded. Mm -hmm. okay. um, so yeah, you're getting more of an inner groin stretch, but mm -hmm. depending on people's uh, tightnesses, there you could feel this in the outer, the outer ankles, the um, the hamstrings. So whatever you're feeling in this, the, a lot of different things could be felt in this shape. Okay, wherever you're at, start to walk your wrists back below your shoulders, chest parallel to the floor, hands to the hips, elbows to the sky. Draw back through the sides of your waistline as you lift up. Heel toe your feet back together. And then as I said, we'll do triangle and half moon. So uh, I know there's not a ton of space, but pull yourself away from the walls so that uh, when you come up into half moon, you don't hit, you don't hit a wall. That's probably fine. You guys all look like you have enough space. Okay. Step your step or jump your feet wide for triangle pose. Outside edges of the feet parallel to the short ends of your mat. Again, ground through the outer edges of your feet. Lift into your kneecaps, lengthen down through your tailbone. Sweep your arms up to the height of your shoulders. Draw your lower ribs in and back, and turn your right toes out to the right, keeping your chest and hips squared forward. Take the block to the outside of your right shin. Sorry, disruptive there. Okay, draw your right outer, your, your left outer hip towards the wall behind you. And then as you exhale, bring the right hand straight to the floor or to the block at the outside of your uh, right shin. Wrap your bottom ribs forward, spin your top ribs towards the wall your back is facing, beautiful. Draw your right hip away from your right armpit. Roll your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest to broaden across your collarbones. You guys look excellent. Marie, can I give you an adjustment? Yeah. Okay. Yes, there we are. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Beautiful. Lisa, really nice. Okay. Expand out and down through your legs, expand, expand across your chest, extend through the crown of your head, and then take your gaze to your right foot, left hand to your left hip. Look down at your front foot as you step your back foot forward about a foot and a half. Setting up for half moon, take your fingertips, your right fingertips, with or without the block, about 12 to 18 inches in front of your right foot. Press down through your right foot as you revolve your left hip on top of your right hip. Stack your hips, begin to stack your shoulders. Lengthen your tailbone towards your left heel. Lift through your left inner thigh. Push down through the sole of your right foot. Lift into your right kneecap. Stack your shoulders and maybe take your left arm to the sky. Maybe start to look up. Beautiful. If you'd like, take the bind here by bending your right knee, grabbing the outside of your ankle. Kicking your foot into your hand, rolling your right shoulder blade deeply onto the back of your chest. Expand out through your feet, extend across your chest, extend through the crown of your head, and then left hand to the hip. When you're ready, bend the right knee, step the uh, left foot back, come back through triangle pose, open up the chest, 
and then pull up through your left hand, come back to center. Those look awesome. Hands to the hips, right toes forward, left toes out. Hips and chest squared forward, sweep your arms up, have the block at the outside of your left ankle. As you exhale, bring the left hand to the block or to the floor at the outside of the left shin. Okay, revolve your left ribs forward, spin your right ribs back, stack your shoulders, stack your hips, feel your right outer hip. Widen your right outer hip towards the wall that your back is facing as you ground through the outside of your right foot. Lift into your right kneecap. Press down through the base of your left big toe. Lift into your left kneecap and pull your left hip away from your left armpit. Expand across your chest. Beautiful. At least on this side, I think you'd benefit from just a little height. Good. Beautiful. Okay, be in your body in this shape. Notice what you're feeling. I've found that in my own practice, this pose has gotten less, um, lot less attention lately. So notice if this is something in your practice that you haven't done lately. Notice what it feels like to do it now. Okay, look to the left foot, right hand to the right hip. Bend the left knee, step the right foot forward. Bring the left hand with or without the block in, uh, in front of your left foot. Okay, now look at your left foot as you bend the left knee, push the foot into the floor as you elevate the right leg. So as you elevate the right leg, stack the right hip on top of the left hip. So widen the right hip towards the wall that your back is facing. Press your left foot down, lift into your left knee, kneecap, pull your left hip crease away from your left armpit. Wrap your left ribs forward, spin your right ribs back, stack your shoulders, sweep your right arm to the sky, and eventually start to look up. Good. So notice if the block is a help or a hindrance, or if you want to put your block at a different height. Lift into your left kneecap, avoid locking out the left knee. Open up across the front of your chest, open up across the front of your pelvis, push out through your right foot, extend through the crown of your head, and bend the left knee, walk the hand back, step the foot back, open back up through triangle pose, and then use your right arm to lift you back to center. Turn all ten toes forward, hands together in front of your heart, turn up the edges of your mouth, exhale, step your feet back together. Excellent. Okay. I said we're doing more standing poses, but eh, I don't know if that's true. Hearing some nas. Okay. Um, yeah, what are we going to do? I wanted to do <coughs> arm balance. Uh, so we're going to do that because that's what I want to do. And I'm a teacher, so. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Okay, uh, extend, sit down with your legs extended forward. Maybe sit on a blanket if you'd like. If you have some padding. Some natural padding. You might uh, pull your natural padding back and apart to get a better seat on your sits bones. <laughs> well, actually, the reason I say that is uh, my husband commented on uh, that instruction. He's like, a lot of guys, especially, don't have that padding that you're talking about. So. <laughs> um, bring your hands underneath your right knee and draw your right knee into your chest. 
Take hold of your right big toe with your middle and index finger of your right foot. Uh, fold forward, take hold of your left big toe with your left middle and index finger. Now you're going to lift your right foot off of the floor and draw your right knee back. Okay, this is like archer pose, or something like that. Uh, a little harder than I expected it to be. <laughs> so right foot is lifted, right knee is pulling back. Right hand is pulling the right knee back. I'm feeling this deep down in my uh, right waistline. Keep the, right, the left thigh grounded, reach through the left heel, pull back through the left toes, and then extend the right leg back to where it was. Okay, since you're already holding the toes, we might as well do the second side right now. Right thigh grounds, extend through the right heel, and then pull back through the left knee. Pull back with the hand. Draw the knee in towards the side of the body, so it's not, uh, it's not splaying out, but pulling it in. So, don't swing. Yeah. <laughs> don't swing. Or sure, that keep that cartoon. Don't swing. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit snarky. Mine's looking like that. We missed you, Mary. Okay, extend both legs forward and walk your way back up. Okay. That was weird. Okay. (laughs) It's good to do something weird sometimes. Okay, Uh, bring your right knee back into your chest, interlace your fingers around the sole of your right foot, lift your right shin parallel to the floor. This might feel a little less weird. Push your foot into your hand, then pull your knee back, and then do that a couple of times. Get a little fluidity to the movement of the hip here. Pushing forward, pulling back. So you probably all know what's coming here. Um, And... I don't. I forget the name of the pose. (laughs) But... uh, This is always my my lead-in for this. No, no. My lead, I know Ashtava Krasna, but that's, we can do that too. But Okay, so uh, then oh, cradle, <laughs> now you know. Then cradle the right shin by widening the right knee away, pulling the ankle towards the left shoulder, trying to get the foot into the crux of your left elbow, and then the knee into the right elbow. So you might interlace your fingers at the outside of your right shin, and then we're going to start to make big circles with the leg in the hip one way and when you're ready in the other direction. Rock or <laughs> I started it in the <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so here's the pose. Um, here's the pose I don't know the name of. Uh, <laughs> Show me the pose yet. Okay, so this ma- this pose can be helpful with two blocks on either side of your uh, left thigh. Um, so if you want to try blocks, um, we have this one isn't the right height, but uh, we can go through the. You can start with the black blocks, and then you know we can share the blocks. Okay, so watch me for a second. I'm gonna bring my right shin parallel to the floor. Lift my right. Uh, right shin up and try to get my shin over my right shoulder. So I like to use my thumb to push the, uh, the fleshiness of my calf in towards my neck. So get, get a little bit of better grip of my leg on my shoulder. 
Then I'm going to clamp my heel down towards my hip as I continue to pull my leg in towards my shoulder. And then I'm going to plant my hands either on blocks or on the floor, framing the left thigh. So you might notice my shoulders are rounded forward. I've got kind of a rounded uh, cat pose spine here. As I always emphasize in this shape, the left leg needs to be strong. So I'm pushing out through the sole of my foot and lifting into my kneecap. So the, the uh, more solid the left leg is, the easier it's gonna be lift. It, the easier it's gonna be able to lift it as one unit. Okay, I'm drawing back through the sides of my waistline, pushing down through my hands, and then lifting up. Okay, so I've lifted my hips and my left leg off of the floor. And another option for this that I do know is the Ashtavakrasana. I'm going to like eight pointed pose. I'm gonna uh, get my left ankle over my right ankle and then squeeze my knees onto or <laughs> squeeze my right shoulder between my knees, draw back through the sides of my waistline, shift my chest forward, and then push my hands down, lift through the sides of my waistline, straighten my legs. Is that actually easier to have both legs together? Because you have the force of two legs as opposed to just one that's on the ground. <sighs> or you are no. I find that when I look at people, it's people have a hard time getting their knees to hug their shoulders. So if you can get your knees to hug your shoulders, then I think it's probably easier. But if you can't, I don't think it's going to be easier because your, your legs are going to be apart. I don't know. I can't do it at all, but I just wonder. <laughs> In someone else's world. That, that's my, that's, world that's my interpretation of it. Okay, so let's try something. We're going to do the right leg first since we already warmed it up a little bit. Left thigh down. Make the left leg uh, straight like a rod. Interlace your fingers around your right foot. Pull your right knee back. Lift your right shin up. Use the thumb to move the flesh of your calf closer to your neck as you hook your right leg over your right shoulder. Pull your knee down towards your right thigh. Hug your leg onto your shoulder and then plant your hands on either side of your left thigh. So either on blocks or on the floor. And then as you tilt the chest forward, draw back through the sides of your waistline, make that left leg strong, and then push down. Good. Maureen, more chest forward, hips back. Good. Nice. Yeah, so uh, um, I want to emphasize again the, hip, the chest folding forward as the sides of the waistline draw back. So I see a lot of you not getting the chest far, uh, far enough forward. And then if you'd like to try the um, Ashtavakrasana, so uh, the left ankle comes on top of the right ankle and then you hug the shoulder with the knees. So again, you can notice just how difficult hugging the shoulder is. And then the chest goes forward, the hips go back as you lift through the sides of your waistline. It looks harder once you, you seem to be having a harder time with that when you're doing. But with the Ashtavakrasana? When you're crossing your leg, it seems like you're working harder. Uh, yeah, I honestly, though, it feels better somehow. It feels it's like a, it's like a more, um... Looks good. It just looks like it would be easier if you, if you can actually get your legs. Yeah, so if you can get your knees to your shoulder, then, um... That's what I was. That's right. Okay, that was a lot of fun. Okay, <laughs> fortunately for you guys, we have two legs. Okay, 
Lengthen your left leg forward, draw your uh, right leg forward, draw your left knee into your chest, interlace your fingers around your left foot, do the little pushing and pulling action. So uh, as, you, as you pull, try to bring your uh, thighs just to your outer ribs. So the knee's not widening out to the left, but it's pulling in. So you're um, getting that sense of it drawing in. Okay. And then uh, cradle the left shin, so widen the left knee away, pull the uh, left ankle in closer, bring the foot into the right elbow, knee into the left elbow, interlace your fingers, and then start to make those big circles, circly actions. One way and the other. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so uh, left foot points forward, draw the knee underneath the armpit, so pull the leg back, and then shift that heel up so you can negotiate the left shoulder underneath the left calf. So again, use the left thumb to push the flesh and muscle of the calf closer to your neck as you get the leg as high as you can up over the shoulder. Once the leg is placed, pull the heel down towards the uh, thigh, the back of the thigh, hug the leg onto the arm, plant the hands either on blocks or on the floor on either side of your right thigh. Tone up your right leg so it's straight and strong, sides of the waistline back, and push and lift. Good. Yeah, so chest forward, waistline back, push down, and then the other pose. Now, right ankle on top of left ankle, hug the knees in. Draw back through the sides of your waistline. Push down, extend the legs. Yeah. <laughs> so why? What? Why is it so hard to pull the knees together? The hips? I don't know. I don't know what it is, but there's something like stuck. It's hard for this to stay up on my shoulder. Maybe. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't know. But then you straightened from there. Yeah, so once you're once you're up in it, then you straighten the right leg. Okay, really that's really hard. And so you're really folded you really folded more in half. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well but you know Megan's a soft that Okay. Not not true. Uh, okay, come to lie on your back with your feet on the floor, knees bent. Feet parallel, arms at your sides, little baby bridge pose. Push into your feet, extend through your knees, lengthen through your tailbone. Feel your inner thighs rolling down, keeping your knees hip width distance apart. And then release your hips back down. Take your feet as wide as your mat. You can take your arms out like football goal posts or out straight out like uh, spread wings. Ex ex exhale, release the knees to the right. And inhale, bring the knees to center. Exhale, knees to the left. So make sure white with the legs side to side. Movement and breath. Slowing down, if you'd like, soft gaze at the ceiling, or you can even close your eyes. 
next time you're on the right, hook your right ankle to the outside of your left knee and allow the weight of your right leg to pull your left inner thigh deeply towards the earth. Release the weight of your legs, soften your abdomen. And cross the legs, bring your knees back to center, and then release your knees to the left. Hook your left ankle to the outside of your right thigh. If this is uh, uncomfortable for the low back, come back to center, shift the hips an inch or two to the right before releasing the knees back to the left. I'm not trying to create uh, compression in the low back, just releasing uh, the legs down, hopefully feeling a nice stretch along the front of the right hip. Bring the knees back to center and cross the legs. Draw your knees into your chest and then widen your knees apart as you bring the soles of your feet together. Interlace your fingers around the outer edges of your feet as you widen your knees apart. Feel your back body uh, extend and lengthen along the floor. So if your tailbone is tucked up, extend the tailbone long. Reach through the inseams of your thighs from your inner groin to your inner knees. Contract from your outer knees to your outer hips. Feel the heads of your arm bones being pulled forward. Release the weight of your head back. And then take hold of the outside edges of the feet. Turn the soles of your feet to the sky, coming into a happy baby pose. Shins perpendicular to the floor, and you might rock from side to side, pulling one knee down to the floor of the outside of the ribcage and then the other. Bring the knees together and just make slow circles with the knees, massaging the low back into the floor. I used to emphasize making really big circles, uh, but I found that that uh, would kind of feel painful in my low back, so you might make not the not the largest circles with the knees, just enough to feel that sensation of uh, pressure of the floor against different parts of the uh, lower spine and hips, flesh of the buttocks, one direction, and if you haven't changed directions yet, start to go in the other direction. And lastly, hug the knees in, curl into a little ball, tuck the chin to the chest, forehead towards the knees, legs hug in, tailbone tucks towards the heels, heels pull in towards the tailbone, feel less of your back body on the floor as you pull in, and then let it go. Extend out through the legs, 
Placing your heels outer hip with distance apart, allowing the weight of the feet to roll out open to the sides of the room. Arms at your sides, palms turned up, fingers unfurled, shoulder blades gently tucked underneath the chest to create a sense of opening across the heart space. Tuck your chin very slightly towards your chest to lengthen along the back of your neck. And I find that a little bit of height underneath my head is, is really helps lengthen my neck. So if that's true for you, get that blanket underneath your head before releasing the weight of your skull. So often um, we hear the term, or you might even use the term, a moving meditation to describe the uh, yoga asana practice. But as we come to this pose, savasana, we cease movement. In this shape, no longer activating the body, no longer using the poses to awaken different parts of our physical experience. And without that physical anchor, you may notice that the mind goes elsewhere. So it might Go right back to what you were thinking about at the beginning of practice or before class. And again, this idea that what you're thinking about might ne not necessarily be a worry or a, um, or a stressful thought, but it might actually be something that you're enjoying thinking about. <laughs> That's what I noticed the other day trying to meditate is that... If you're thinking about something pleasant, then it's really hard to leave that thought alone. So whatever the thoughts are, accept that you can have them five minutes from now. <laughs> Come back to this. Come back to the experience of a rested body.
staying awake and staying present, can you allow for the mind to rest as the body is rested? I'll begin to bring activity back to the body. You may begin to move fingers and toes. You may rock arms and legs and the back of your head from side to side. Notice what feels appropriate, what feels, what feels helpful. You may bend your knees one at a time, extend an arm along an ear and roll onto that side of the body. Keep your eyes closed as you transition out of our corpse pose. Eventually, make your way back to a comfortable seated position. Ground through the seat, grow tall through your spine. Bring your palms together in front of your heart. Reconnect with your breathing and we'll chant on one single time to close the practice. Exhale your breath and inhale for all.
Thank you for your patience and hard work. Namaste. 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 That was great.